It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Coming up in today's episode, a new senior vice president of media. But is it the same as a new voice of the Washington NFL team? And as well, how many preseason games are we going to play? That's all to come right here on LOR on the second edition of the week. Good to have you with us. Again, I'm Chris Russell. As always, you can email me, russellmania09 at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at russellmania621, at russellmania621, the podcast at Locked Redskins. I got to be honest, we, we have not been able to keep up with every part of social media with as crazy as things have been for the Washington Redskins over the last month. So just be patient. We are trying to do the best we can as well. You can read me, uh, redskinsreport.com, part of si.com. It's technically sort of titled Washington football right now because they don't want to use the term uh, Redskins. We're still using the term Redskins because that is their legal name. And until I'm told otherwise, uh, I will continue to call them the Washington Redskins uh, until, again, they have a new name. All right, so let's get to this. Monday, and on the first episode of the week, we told you Terry Bateman was the new executive vice president and chief marketing officer of the Washington Redskins. Uh, and that, that that hire, quite honestly, was not met with much um, appreciation from the fan base and some in the media, including myself. And I didn't know Terry, and I don't know Terry. Um, and I've never worked with him or for him. Uh, you know, I've heard a lot of things about him. Uh, and, you know, maybe I would say this. Um, you know, maybe I was a little harsh, um, based on what I was hearing. Um, so we'll see, hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, that's a good move for a building that desperately needs things to calm down. And hopefully that is a situation where, you know, stability and somebody that knows Dan Snyder and somebody that knows kind of the temperature and how to deal with Dan Snyder uh, is important. And maybe that'll be a good facilitation, if you will, uh, between Ron Rivera and Dan Snyder. Um, Listen, Ron Rivera's in charge of football operations. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. What you also don't want him to be and do is have to deal with all of the business operations and completely running the building. You don't want him hiring a human resources director during training camp. They don't have one. You know, they they have a, a chief financial officer who's their human resources director. Not going to work. Guy's name is Stephen Choi. Not going to work. 
you don't want Ron having to deal with that. So, so all of that is good. As long as this is a new Washington Redskins, or whatever they're going to be called, as long as they hit rock bottom and the boys will not be the boys again, and by the end of 2020, we're going to start heading back to where we start seeing allegations and hearing rumors about Dan being disgruntled and frustrated and wanting to cut the legs out of his head coach. Because remember, as disastrous as 2014 was, Jay Gruden's first year, the last time the Redskins had a first-year head coach, even though he was a rookie head coach, and even though the team was a complete disaster, you'd think he would have been completely safe. Because Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen put him in a real bad situation, but he wasn't. As a matter of fact, I reported back then, you know, that Dan made all sorts of threats to his agent. From what I heard from multiple people about, hey, your guy better stop doing what he's doing in terms of the off the field stuff. Not bad, bad stuff. I'm saying in terms of criticizing Robert Griffin III and, and, and other players of prominence and, and doing, you know, kind of throwing people under the bus, all of that stuff. And leaking stuff to the media and talking off the record and thinking it was off the record and then it was reported. So, in other words, Jay Gruden almost didn't make it out of his rookie season. Now, Ron Rivera, unless he walks away, which he's not going to do, is going to make it through his rookie season as a Redskins head coach because it's not his rookie season as an NFL head coach like it was for uh, Jay. So, I don't think we have anything to worry about there unless, again, things are so bad behind the scenes Uh, that Ron just gets fed up and walks away, which, again, I don't think he's going to do. Uh, All right, so that brings us to today's news, which we'll start right here, right now. Uh, And that is this. Julie Donaldson is now the new senior vice president of media for the Washington Redskins. So congratulations to Julie. I've worked around Julie for a number of years. Uh, I know her pretty well. I mean, it's not like we've ever hung out outside of work or anything like that. Um, but, you know, Julie is a wonderfully talented um, person and, you know, very good broadcaster, good host. Uh, but what's interesting is because there isn't national TV rights uh, in, in terms of the broadcast and because uh, NFL teams, of course, don't control their local broadcasts in the season. They only do that during the preseason. And right now there's going to be no preseason games, at least as we're looking at it right now. We'll get into that later. Donaldson, and this was kind of Larry Michael's role, but not exactly. Donaldson is going to be not the play-by-play announcer, but she is going to be the senior vice president of media as her official title, but she's going to be part of the radio broadcast booth. She's going to be part of the radio broadcast booth. And according to NFL research, she's the first female to be a regular on-air member of an NFL radio broadcast booth. Um, so I guess they side, I, I guess they, they distinguish that between sideline reporting uh, and the actual booth, right? So 
she is not going to be doing play-by-play based on everything that I can gather and others can gather. She will be overseeing the entire broadcast operation in the organization. And a permanent member of the game day radio broadcast is what it said. Um, but is what the press release said. But again, she will not be doing the press, the, the play-by-play. So that brings up another question. Who will that role go to and who will join that person in the booth we got to get to that that's coming up first dan snyder via press release said quote julie donaldson is a trailblazing journalist who has worked on multiple award-winning shows and has a passion for sports in the dmv she has contributed countless hours of her time to work side uh, to work alongside tanya and the woman of washington wow as they call it to help raise awareness for breast cancer she has been a staple in the community and i can't think of anyone better to lead our organization's in-house media and content into this new digital age Terry Bateman, Chief Marketing Officer, who we talked a lot about uh, in yesterday's show and a little bit here at the beginning. Quote, I couldn't be more pleased to welcome Julie to the team. Julie is not only an accomplished media professional, she has an exciting vision of where she wants to take our team's media and content properties. I look forward to working with her to making them a reality. She's been with NBC Sports Washington. She's worked for SNY. Uh, She's an Emmy Award pre- and post-game host. Julie does a great job. Uh, now, this is a very tough situation because, you know, you're going to have to, in all likelihood, I assume, uh, still be host of Redskins Nation or whatever they're going to call it, a half an hour TV show uh, per day. On top of that, again, she's going to have a role on game day in the booth, whether that be as the host, whether that be pre and post game. We're not sure yet. We're not sure yet. In addition, I assume she's going to have to run some of the digital stuff, i.e. Redskins.com, maybe between her and Terry Bateman kind of overseeing that uh, and managing people and running the radio network. Um, And that's very complicated. She'd be wise to, you know, if they can, to hire like a program director, an assistant program director, that type of thing to help with affiliate management and clocks and breaks and communication, all of that stuff. There's a lot. So I think this is a very smart move for the Redskins. Uh, Julie is a friendly face. Uh, People like her. People respect her. Uh, Obviously, it goes without saying that, you know, considering what happened in terms of the report, it absolutely makes sense. Um, And I'm not saying that this is why they did it, but it absolutely made like if you if if you're going to do something right makes sense to hire julie donaldson period right um this team needs to be more progressive this team needs to be more inclusive this organization needs to be different the old boys network just doesn't work anymore the boys will be boys thing just doesn't work anymore there's no reason there's no reason why they shouldn't have been progressive and in this particular case they were progressive so that's good um, real quickly, one last thing. Julie said via uh, statement, quote, it is with great humility and sincere appreciation that I accept this new role. This is a challenge I've been preparing and working uh, towards for nearly 20 years in sports media, including the last decade in Washington. I am excited to join the organization as we begin a new era, and I look forward to working with my new colleagues to make it stronger than ever. I also want to thank Dan and the Washington organization for trusting me with this tremendous opportunity, end quote. 
All right, so that's the press release. That's a little bit about the role and what has happened over the last two days. Next, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, who could be the voice of the Redskins and who could be joining her in the booth? Julie Donaldson, meaning. And that voice will try and tackle those next, right here on LOR. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. So who could join Julie Donaldson in the booth, right? If she's going to be a full-time permanent member of the Game Day Radio broadcast in a role to be determined, um, who knows? Maybe it'll be pre and post. I I don't know. Um, So what I asked, uh, actually, um, in full disclosure, what uh, my colleague Alan Lepore uh, at SI.com and Washington football, which you can check out, redskinsreport.com and si.com slash NFL slash Redskins. Um, what he put together was a comprehensive list of who he would like to see as the new play-by-play voice of the Washington NFL team. So let's go over a couple of the lists, and he broke it down into his top five, and then he's got two dark horse candidates. Number one, Steve Buckhantz. And that makes sense because Steve Buckhans is currently out of full-time employment. Um, he is a longtime play-by-play broadcaster for the Washington Wizards uh, and Bullets. Before that, obviously, he's very popular. Kind of his, his tenure kind of ended weirdly uh, at NBC Sports Washington and with the Wizards and Ted Leonsis and Monumental. That was uh, kind of ugly there at the end. Um, so Buck is well-known, obviously has a catchphrase, Dagger! In case you're not aware of Steve Buckhans, um, which would be kind of cool, like if the Redskins make a, a big fourth down stop or if Dwayne Haskins, you know, uh, converts on a big first down, you could easily see Dagger, you know, kind of being the signature win call that the Redskins have moving forward, right? Buck is about as safe as you possibly can get in terms and experienced. Now, he does more you know, he's done more TV uh, in in years past. And radio is certainly different. Uh, again, there's a different feel. There's a different flow, everything. But Steve Buckhantz has to be considered by any reasonable standard the number one option. Chick Hernandez, Mr. Chick, uh, as I think Alfred Morris started calling him, Mr. Chick. Chick is a longtime NBC Sports Washington uh, television host. He's been out of there for almost, uh, about two years. I think it's uh, now two years and a month. Uh, and he's currently the play-by-play radio host or one of, of the PGA Tour Radio Network on Sirius XM. Uh, he's also done some Redskins preseason games, uh, usually like one a year he was doing uh, for uh, maybe two or three years. Uh, he's been a, a fill-in host on the radio on the Team 980 uh, with Fred Smoot. So some people think maybe Fred Smoot and Chick Hernandez. Uh, and I know that it would be a combination of Allens uh, that he would like. Uh, and remember, well, well, we'll get to this in a sec. 
Um, Hernandez is certainly experienced enough. He's comfortable enough. He's polished enough. He is familiar enough. I, I think, I think certainly you can make a strong argument that Chick deserves strong consideration. Now, Alan uh, Lapore put at, again, SI.com, uh, and you can check out Washington football on SI.com and RedskinsReport.com, I think still works. Uh, Andy Poland as his number three choice. Now, I've worked with Andy Poland off and on for a number of years. He's currently at ESPN 630, uh, kind of doing, you know, a show from 10 to noon, uh, doing news updates. Uh, as, Andy, as, as Alan refers to him as, you know, he's known as Mr. Washington Football. Uh, and, of course, longtime co-host of Steve Zabin on the Sports Reporters, but now at 630. Um, I don't know, you know, Andy has, to my knowledge, has no play-by-play experience. Um, so I, I think that would be a hard thing to do. Uh, but I, I kind of understand where Allen was going uh, with that. All right, moving on. Scott Jackson. Uh, and as Allen wrote, you know, if Andy Poland is the modern-day historian of the Washington franchise, Scott Jackson is the understudy. Uh, he has been the pre- and post-game uh, host and halftime host, um, and I think he doesn't do all of the pre-game. Uh, I think he does mostly the post-game and halftime, I think it is, uh, on the Team 980 and Redskins Radio, which you know, I used to do halftime and parts of the pre-game and the post-game and all that stuff before uh, and up until and including 2014. He was uh, a play-by-play announcer uh, with Monumental Sports, Virginia Commonwealth University, VCU, uh, lots of radio experience. I think Scott Jackson would certainly be able to figure that out and kind of be, you know, uh, not a showman, but a solid play-by-play voice. And the last one on Allen's top five main list is Grant Paulson, my buddy from 106.7 The Fan. Uh, he has called the D.C. Defenders games uh, in the ill-fitted XFL. He called Washington Valor games in the AFL. Obviously, a talk show host 10 to 2. He's 31, 32. I mean, he's done everything. I mean, I'm so envious of his talent and skill uh, and his polish uh, for being what he is. So um, he would be in that mix of top-tier candidates, according to Alan Lapore. Kevin Sheehan, dark horse candidate. Kevin, long-time um, you know, host and did the pregame show. As a matter of fact, he hosted the pregame show, which I would be regularly on when I was with uh, the network. Uh, of course, partners for a long time with Chris Cooley, does his own show, uh, big Redskins fan, smart, intellectual, good interviews, uh, deep probing kind of questions. I, he, I know he's done some Maryland basketball games filling in at one point for Johnny Holiday. I don't know if he's done any football games. I, I would have to double check on that. Uh, and then the last candidate is Lindsey Zarniak, uh, which Alan lists. And Lindsey's been around the organization forever. I mean, obviously very well known, NBC4 Washington, ESPN. Uh, now, she's got a family, and her husband is Craig Melvin, uh, the current anchor for the Today Show. So, um, you know, this would be a very kind of like part-time thing because I think she lives in the New York City area, uh, which, you know, I mean, you can get around these days uh, because she wouldn't have to be here every day by any means. Uh, so that is another name. One wild card name that I'd like to throw on there, uh, Dan Helley. 
I mean, Dan Helley, NFL Network, former NBC4 Washington host. Uh, he's done some play-by-play, I think, with Fox. Maybe it's CBS, but I think it's Fox. Uh, he's now doing some UFC. So Dan Helley, I think, is a name that you certainly have to keep in mind. All right, real quickly, um, in wrapping this up, actually, why don't we do this? Coming up next, we'll tell you who might join or who might not join Julie Donaldson in the booth, along with said play-by-play guy, right? There's some conjecture about that. We will get to that next right here on LOR. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, wrapping things up. Um, So Chris Cooley and Doc Walker have been the two remaining broadcast partners of Larry Michael in the booth as the booth has kind of shrunk. Sonny Jurgensen uh, retired at the beginning of last year. Um, You know, not that I was a big part of it, but I left several years ago when uh, they didn't bring me back. Um, You know, and here's the thing. Um, You know, when you hire a new boss and somebody else making the decision, there's no guarantee that anybody is going to be brought back, right? So I would say it's it's very possible Chris Cooley and Rick Doc Walker might not be back, right? We have to see how this plays out. Um, I think if you're looking for new voices, a fresh new pr- approach, um, even though Cooley is a, a, a contemporary, you know, they might want to even go younger. I don't know. Um I don't know how they're going to view that. I don't know how they're going to view that. Um, you know, this appears to be Julie Donaldson's decision. I, of course, she's going to consult with Terry Bateman and Dan Snyder and, and probably Ron Rivera, right? Um, so I don't. I, I would say this. I don't know if it. If you're cleaning house and you're reimagining the booth, right, and you're trying to build something to connect with a younger audience. Do you necessarily go with old voices, an old-fashioned voice? Even though Cooley's only been in the booth for a couple of years, and certainly can, you know, he obviously can relate to a younger audience. Again, maybe you keep Cooley and you go without Doc. Maybe you let them both go. Maybe you keep them both. I don't know what you're going to do. Uh, maybe you add another female into the mix. I don't know what you're going to do. Um, you know, then, you know, you might have to consider not only a new play-by-play voice, but if Julie is going to be a uh, basically a host, you know, do you need two analysts, an analyst and a sideline reporter? I, I don't know what you need. So we're going to have to see what happens here because she's got some tough, tough decisions. But I would, I would be willing to bet that there's going to be more changes to the booth rather than just bringing Cooley and Doc back. I just don't know the permutation and how exactly that is going to play out. One last thing for you. As of this taping, as of 6.30 Eastern time on Tuesday, um, we don't have any Redskins players that have signed their rookie contracts, but guys are reporting to the Northern Virginia area on Wednesday. I would expect by Wednesday afternoon, 
Thursday morning uh, that we get some more clarification on that, some announcements, maybe the entire class at one time when everybody gets up here to sign their contracts. So I would expect that. Uh, but I know I, I caught up with James um, Smith Washington um, Williams. I'm sorry, <laughs> Washington is where the football team, James Smith Williams, uh, the Redskins final draft pick. Uh, and he's coming up to Washington on Wednesday. We should have that audio for you later on this week. I just need some help in turning that around. Uh, and hopefully a little bit from Lorenzo Alexander, executive vice president of the NFL PA. And of course the one man gang, a former Redskins. So we will have all of that to come for you this week right here on LOR. Thanks for checking us out. Again, if you want to shoot me an email, complaint, criticism, praise, whatever you want to do, please. Russellmania09 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Russellmania621 and uh, check me out si.com, 1067thefantheradio.com, at Warpath Magazine, and the Google News Initiatives, daily one and five minute reports on the Washington Redskins. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for listening. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.